Unfortunately, tonight, the maestro is not here, but you are watching Toilets to Titles, and this is On the Clock, episode 22. I'm Nino Brown, a.k.a. the mayor, and I got a panel tonight. You already know the deal. My guys, Boomer, KT. KT, how we doing tonight? Hey, feeling fantastic, man. D-Now on the chat. What's happening, D-Now? Uh, we, we're going to try our best to hold it down for Coach. I can't believe we're at episode 22 already. That's crazy. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Boomer, what's cooking? I'll be honest with you. Every time I hear this music, I feel like it's a WWE entrance music. Like, I'm just like, I feel like I need to strut. Gotcha, gotcha. Come on, down. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your mankind going. I love it. I love it. The maestro's not here. He had some stuff he had to take care of. But we're going to be touching on 2024 Senior Bowl wish list. Last week, we did the, uh, the offense, and there, there was some. Some deep dives in there, and there's gonna be some deep dives in here. Um, but we that's what we do. We go down the rabbit hole. We're trying to we're trying to channel all our inner Jim Naggies, right, and bring out these guys and put them to fruition and put them up the light for you guys out there at home who are who, who enjoy you know this college football stuff and and these these prospects who may not be top tier but could be top talent, you know, at the next level. So I'm gonna stop this off at the bottom of the screen, Boomer. Why don't you give me? Two of your guys on the defensive side of the ball that you're feeling. All right, so I'm going to go with my guy from Oklahoma just because, well, Boomer, you know how it is. Um, <laughs> but the reason why he's going first for me is because I feel like the senior bowl is the one place that can really help him. Like, we, we've got a lot of tape on him. He went to Wisconsin. He went to Texas Tech for a year, grad transferred to Oklahoma. Um, I just really think that it's a good spot for him. I think, you know, the senior bowl – we have seen elevate draft stock year in and year out. Jim Nagy runs a phenomenal program here, you know, and to see a guy come in and have a chance, Reggie Pearson Jr., um, what most Sooner fans will see notice him is he had his best game last year was against Oklahoma uh, in their final game. Uh, he had 11 tackles, 10 solo, an absolute monster hit on Dylan Gabriel. Um, had a great year overall, 55 tackles, 44 solo, two interceptions, uh, four pass breakups. Like I said, I think it's the best spot for him. I think the Senior Bowl really elevates his draft stock, and that's what the Senior Bowl is all about. Uh, my next one, we're just going to go a little farther north. We're going to go to Kansas. Uh, Kenny Logan Jr., also another safety, 106 tackles, 72 solo, four pass breakups, and two interceptions. I just really think he's the anchor of that defense in a much well-coached team ever since Liverpool got there. I really think they've you know made some strides. 
And I think that he could be an anchor for that defense and would be a really great grab for the senior bowl. I love uh, the Kansas gentleman, uh, Logan, Kenny Logan. Now he's going to have more opportunity, more tackles, right? Because Lonnie uh, Lonnie just went to uh, the NFL, right? I believe mm-hmm. he went um, late round or UDFA. I'm not sure exactly, but I know he, he was uh, in, he's in the NFL camps now. So that guy had like over 100 tackles himself. So that's opening up doors for this guy to get, you know, at least 30 more tackles. So Man, I love 130 that. tackles out of a safety. We had a guy in well, Memphis uh, that was doing that stuff, remember? <laughs> yeah, we love that kid. Yeah. Um, KT. Give me two guys you're feeling. All right, so I'll talk uh, about this first guy first, JT Killing. Uh, Nino and I was talking about him uh, in, the, in the green room. Coastal Carolina, 6'3", 225. Uh, he was listed as third team on Sun Belt with 95 tackles, two and a half sacks, one forced fumble, three fumble recoveries. Uh, but Phil still actually listed him as a second team on Sun Belt. Thought I should add that. Um, and he was also uh, – no, that was it. Edge Richard Jibanor is somebody I am truly excited about. Uh, uh, the first guy I was, I was, you know, like I said, uh, I'm sorry, like Nino said earlier, we we were trying to deep dive. Uh, some of these guys I have on my list, I'm not so sure they'll make it, but I'm willing to bet my bottom dollar that Richard uh, Jibanor from Troy will make it. He's 6'3", 233, had 40 total tackles last season. Seven and a half sacks, three force fumbles, one interception. He actually started his career at Auburn. I'm not sure what went wrong, but he ended up transferring to Troy at a 78.1 grade on PFF. His best graded game actually came against UTSA in the Cure Bowl. We helped the Trojans win 18 and 12 with one tackle for loss and one sack. 18 hurries on the season, which is damn good. That's a stat that a lot of people don't pay attention to. And he's projected, I forgot which draft site I've seen, to run a 4.46. If that is true, he should definitely climb up the boards. Uh, but the first things first, Senior Bowl helps everybody climb. So if he can go there and ball out, that'll be fantastic. Man. Yeah, absolutely. We had spoke about killing uh, a little bit, like I said, in the green room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like, you know, what he's got. He he can he's got the talent. He's got the game. He's got to work on that missed tackle thing. But that's not good. It's not. It's not <laughs> good. But a guy that I'm all about when I've been on the train since he came out of college, came out of Baylor. And Boom will talk, tell you, and, and will back me up here. Jalen Petrie missed tackle rate at Baylor was absolutely, it was in the 20, so I believe, mm-hmm. like 19 something. So it was Nine terrible. Out of five tackles missed. Sheesh. Yo, and then he came to the NFL and went off 100 some tackles and, and literally right. cut that in half. So, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it can change. He's coaching, being right. around the right surroundings, being around the right players. So, you know, don't, don't take. And anybody could go off. This year mm-hmm. could be a whole, like I said, he's going to have more opportunity in Coastal Carolina because we were so talking about in the green room. Lance Boykin's gone, right? He went mm-hmm. to the NFL. And uh, they had an edge guy who was who was good. Clock, I think his last name was. He he went on also. Gerard Clock, right? I think he, he went on to the, to the NFL as well. So there's opportunity for him to get in there and eat. So we'll see what happens. Clear up the missed tackle rate. Drop it down a little bit. And there's a possibility that, you know, Mr. Nagy might be giving you a call. Mm-hmm. All right, coach isn't here. I'm gonna run through uh two guys for coach that he, you know, that he he's feeling right now. One of them guys, he couldn't stop talking about him. Uh is that's DB Cooper DeGene out of Iowa. He's Iowa DB. <laughs> Nuffstead. That's it. That's Nuffstead. all. <laughs> I could leave it at that if I wanted to, but he's 6'1, 203 pounds. He's solid, right? He is me and coach are talking about it, and I, I I'm with him. He is better than Riley Moss. Okay, he's better right now than Riley Moss is right now. He's a dude. He's at 75 total tackles last year. He got a nose for the ball like a bloodhound. He's always active, can't stay still. He's he's top ranked 
Uh, he's ranked top four in PFF grades amongst all eligible DBs in wow. coverage, tackling, defense, and run stopping. Like, come on. This guy shines. Draft me early. I'm an alpha. Cooper DeGene. I know D-Now is probably flipping out in the chat right now going nuts because he's an Iowa guy. Uh, another guy that Coach really likes. He says he's like, you know, this just stuck out to him. Defensive lineman Tonka Hemingway out of South Carolina. Mr. Bosage, we're talking to you. This is your neck of the woods. <laughs> Fifth highest pass rush grade of all eligible defensive linemen. He's, he's flex, right? He, he can play all positions. He's an interior defensive lineman. He can play outside on the edge, right? He only had 505 snaps last year. Limited production, but he showed good bend, solid pass rush. He got a swim move. He can rip. He can dip. You talk about Phil Steele. Phil Steele had him as the second team All SEC in 2022, and only 505 uh, snaps. And uh, eh, you know he will start in 2023. This could be his breakout, and he just got a name that you know you, you can't forget. It's it's one of those names. I, both sides are gonna say you and those names because I'm always the guy that talks about the crazy names: Deuce Chestnut, you know, Chop Robinson, Tonka Hemingway is another one. If you don't know him, go search him. I think he's a guy that we're gonna be reading about in this pamphlet this year in recent senior bowl. All right, I'm going to give you two of my guys, and I'll throw it back out to you. Uh, two guys that I'm really into. First guy off the board is linebacker, Easton Gibbs out of Wyoming. 6'2", 227 pounds. A man at 121 tackles, 64 solo, mm. right? Three sacks, nine tackles for loss, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, pass defense, and a touchdown, right? He had six double-digit tackle games last year. He was ranked third in the Mountain West. And 22 nationally, all over the whole country. Out of 136 teams, my guy was ranked 22, all right? All these plays. Now, he averaged 9.3 tackles per game. He's got adequate length and speed, right? He's a strong open field tackler. My man can bounce from gap to gap and shoot. So my man puts up another 120 tackles. You're going to be knowing about Easton Gibbs coming out of my yeah. all right? Yeah. I know Boomer's loving it. Boomer, talk to me real quick about, about a guy coming out with 121 tackles. Listen, I mean, there's always that one guy from Wyoming that, like, every, like, four or five years, <laughs> it could be on the offense, could be on the defense. But we already knew you were going down the rabbit hole with somebody, right? <laughs> Gibbs is a guy that stands out. I think he's one of those guys that just stands out everywhere. He's, he's like Leighton Vander Ash, as to me. You know, he's in a small school, putting up big tackles, and he's flying on the radar. You know, obviously, Vanderus went to Boise State, had right. 25 tackle game one game. You know, this is the type of role that kid could have if they just let him eat. He drops back more than he should. I mean, just let the guy eat. Yeah, I agree. Let him go downhill. At the <laughs> at the next level, what scheme would he best fit in? Would he fit better in a 4-3 or a 3-4? I, th I think you keep him in a in a four three and let let him eat in the middle. So exactly. I, I think it's smart. Yeah, give, give him the green dot. Let do you know run the show. Uh, this, I mean, he reminds me a lot of Jack Campbell. To be honest with you, didn't a gentleman on Kansas City come from Wyoming? Didn't Leo Chanel come from Wyoming? No, uh, he came from Wisconsin, Missouri, right? Um, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. There's a, there's a linebacker in the league that just got drafted last year that. Uh, he played. He's from Wyoming. I can't think off the top of my head, but yeah, they, they produce linebackers. You know, I know. Work. I know who you. I can't think. I, I know who you're talking about. Though. All right, and he's a dude. Like he had like yeah. a good good year. Like you know, probably like 60, 70 tackles. Uh, I can't think it off. We the top were talking of my head. about him. On Coach would know too. Show, uh, a couple years ago, I know who you're talking about. All right, I'm gonna go with another guy in a defensive line. All right, 
This guy's Anthony Goodlow. Uh, he's at Oklahoma State now. He just transferred. He had three years at Tulsa. 6'4", 286 pounds. He's a former three-star recruit, right? He runs a 4'940", which ain't the greatest, but he's close to 300 pounds. So I'm not worried about it. But he moves quick when he's, you know, on the line. That's what matters. He had 659 snaps, right? 29 tackles, 19 of them solo. My man just vacuumed. You can one one man show. You can stop him on his own. Twenty eight run stops, right? Twenty six pressures, twenty hurries, and he had three QB hits. My man's got a high motor, right? He's got quick reaction to the ball off the line. He's got good lateral movement. This is the kicker right here. He can play edge. He can play three technique. He can play five technique. And he's already coming at you with an NFL caliber spin move. Yeah, I said that. Three technique, five technique. And an edge. Bro, that's his neon sign for Jim Nagy. Bro, he will be he will be immobile. No doubt about it. You don't see this very often. He can play a three-tech and yep. a... Five-tech and, and an edge. A, a three-four-three-tech. Uh, three I'm sorry, a four-three-three-tech. Three and he can play in a three-four. You don't see a lot of players like that. No, you do not. Hey, and real he- quick. The guy you were thinking about, Chad Moon. Yes. Yes, Chad Moon. Thank you. Yeah. And he went yeah. off of Jacksonville last year, right? What do you have, like 80 tackles? Hey, they, they went off, especially when he played a limited role. So, yes. Yep. He started a couple of games due to injury, but most of the time he was just coming in like 40% snaps here. So. Hey, Boomer, why you do this to Nino, man? <laughs> why you make this guy go down this rabbit hole again? He just blew my mind with this Anthony Goodlow dude. And I love, you know, Oklahoma State, the way they, you know, they're able to rush the passer. They soft schedule, but that's for another talk. They get, they get, you know. They get, you know, the awful awfuls, the milkshake schedules. That's what yeah. they get. But, yeah. All right. Boomer, give me give me a couple, give me two more guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I can't. Uh, you are killing me with these schedule stuff. Um, I mean, Georgia did, Georgia did the same thing this year, so there's there's that. Um, <laughs> since we're talking about yeah, the SEC real quick, uh, let's get right to Dwight McLaughlin, um out of Arkansas. This dude is a dude. Like, Here's, he got 43 tackles last year, right? Four interceptions and 10 PBUs. 10. Sticky face. I mean, 10 pass breakups. The guy has got a nose to get after the ball. And that's something that I would harp on looking for as a defensive back. You know, he's a really, really solid recruit. He's lanky, tall, lanky kids. He's like 6'3". But he's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. In college, which what you hope for to happen, right. and but I, just to see it out of him is just really special. I think he's could he's a really good guy. It's been a while since we had a really good Arkansas player um, at the Senior Bowl, and I think it's time we need to grab one or two because you might get KJ, you might get this guy. So it would be cool to get teammates. It's always been fun yeah. to see that. We saw it last year with Lacey and a few guys from Oklahoma State, and obviously the brothers out of Illinois. So it'd be cool to see, uh, you know. A, two or three players from Arkansas. And that's, that's just one guy that I've really been corporate on. Uh, I've been wanting to talk about certain people, but I'm going to leave my last guy for last. So um, <laughs> Storm Duck has got it. I mean, this dude needs, he's got, should have all kinds of, NLI, you know, NIL deals. Like he should, Bass Pro should be helping this dude out. Like uh, yeah. Duckhead needs to help this guy out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Storm Chasers. <laughs> This, this dude could have all the NIL deals. Well, what a phenomenal name. Um, 46 tackles, nine pass breakups, three interceptions. Very similar to uh, Dwight. But I think that, you know, him going to Penn State, he was at four years at North Carolina. Um, just really think that he has a lot of good ball handle skills. Like his, 
he's got ball handle skills of a receiver. His, like his adjustment style, mm -hmm. he don't have the hands while he's on defense. But I really think it would be fun to see him. You know, obviously we're going to get a guy here too, and they really obviously recruit him with Joey Porter Jr. leaving. So Penn State has got a guy here. I really think so. So well, they had, to, they, had, they had the guy for about three weeks, and then he went back into the portal, committed to Louisville. Yeah. So, yeah. He, so he he ain't there no more. He he don't, he got nervous, bro. I don't know what to do. But listen, I like Duck because he was gone out right with Porter, right? At North Carolina, it was Tony Grimes and him, right? He was a guy. Tony Grimes was locked down before Tony Grimes decided he wanted to go to Texas A&M. So Duck was getting fired at. They were testing him. He was DB2. They knew Grimes was an alpha. Let's not test this guy. We're going to go at Duck. Boom, boom. My man had almost uh, double-digit pass breakups. He had like three or four interceptions. And he can get down and get in the backfield. I'm with you with Storm Duck. I just don't understand why you wouldn't go to Penn State. They just crank out DBs. Dude. This was your opportunity. It, to is left. it because he would have got picked off? Because Kalen King is on the other side. But he got picked on in the ACC. He got picked he on last year, yeah. He got picked on yeah. last year because Grimes was, was DB. And they're going to throw the ball much more in the ACC than the Big Ten. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, uh, facts. Bro, they got they Kalen King there. and they got King Matt coming in as a freshman. Yeah. Safety. That yeah. kid is true, bro. He is <laughs> Timothy, all right? I'm call, you're going to know about this dude in about three years. He's going to say, he called him Timothy already? He's yeah. Timothy. Bro, this dude He's is Timothy. Shit. Yeah. Ah, all right. Well, I, I'm with you guys. You saved your guy for the end, huh? Yeah, you got me all riled up. I really thought you were coming. <laughs> you were coming for it. I'm with you. And then you just said, "Ah, I'm gonna wait." All right, KT. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, you stop banging it up. I got you. KT, right, give me two more. I'm, I'm gonna talk about my last two guys. Uh, first one is a uh, linebacker UTSA by the name of Jamal Legon. Uh, Ligon, uh, you guys uh, correct me if I'm wrong with the name. Uh, 90 tackles, uh, one sack, two forced fumbles. Uh, one fumble recovery. He was named the Conference USA uh, second team. He also had four and a half tackles for loss. The next guy I'm going to talk about is a is a guy is a uh, program that you all know well about. I feel like you guys were on the Green Wave way before everybody else. Um, is Jarius Monroe? Fifty tackles, three interceptions, eight pass deflections, all. Uh, ACC first team. Uh, prior to that, he played at Nickel State. We was all Southland player. As well, uh, he was targeted uh, 60 times, only allowed 32 receptions. That's at a 53% clip. He did give up four touchdowns. And he, one game he got torched. I forgot which game it was, but he got absolutely <laughs> torched. But he's 6'1". Hopefully he really measures up to 6'1", because we know how Nagy and company like to bring the taller corners to Mobile. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tulane right now. Um, there's a lot of moving pots with people. Going, you know, The only thing I knew, do know that solid is Michael Pratt. <laughs> right. He's as solid as it gets. He ain't getting any more solid than that. There's just a lot of moving parts of backfield. Could be a running back by committee. A defense loss too really? solid. Uh, yeah, they got the sophomore and they got the, the both guys in the backfield have less than 300 yards of like experience because due to injury and, and then coming in. I'm not sure which one again. Me and Boomer talked about it a couple of times. It looks like they're probably gonna split it early until you see a guy take mm -hmm. off. Uh Wide receivers are hurting as well, too. They lost Deuce Watts. They lost the other guy. I think his last name was Watts. I think it was both of them or either both of them were Deuce or both of them had Watts as the last name. I'm not sure. But they're both Deuce. gone. Yeah, so both the, the starting wide receivers are gone. Both the linebackers went to the NFL, right? right. Nicholas Anderson's, um, he went to the Saints. Dorian went to Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of pieces there. He could be, you know, the anchor to the defense because he's got experience. He's already had a big year. So we'll we'll, we'll see. But I, mm -hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, listen, I'm a Greenway guy, so you already know the deal. 6-1. Mm -hmm. 
That's big. You mentioned Boomer. Your guy out of Arkansas was six three. Yeah. Is that wow. like are you getting a little Julius Brent's vibe? Right, right. That's crazy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, he, he ain't right? shredded by Brent's. I right. mean, Brent's is shredded. Like, right. yeah. But you that got Got you got the height, right? You know what I'm saying? Senior Bowl is a platform. Look what it did to Brent's going into it. Not many. Listen, I'm a college football guy, and I wasn't really hip to Brent's. KT mm -hmm. put me on Brent's as soon as we got there. Hey, no, you're saying I'm so glad he's gone. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, let me get into two more. Uh, coach got a couple guys. I'm, I'll, I'll go to uh, two more coaches guys here. He got a guy out of Marshall, linebacker Eli Neal. Mm -hmm. This dude had a 90.4 PFF pass rush grade. That's the That's highest among crazy. all draft linebackers, right? He led Marshalls and tackles back to back seasons. He's 6'2, 223, right? Coach, he's got an interesting frame. He, how will he hold up against the biggest, strong offensive tackles at the Senior Bowl? And we, we've seen some of these Senior Bowl guys sitting in like brick walls. So it'll be interesting to see mm -hmm. if that frame could penetrate. You know, but we also seen smaller guys at the Senior Bowl at that platform go off. Ivan right. Pace Jr., right? Deion Henley, but both of them gentlemen are small linebackers. They balled out. They were able to take that success onto the next level. They got drafted. The Senior Bowl put them on a platform. So the you know the unique frames, the small LBs. As long as you know the way I look at it, the small LBs. As long as you can pack a punch, right? You got you got to be able to pack that punch. If you're gonna be a small guy, you better be able to you know ish at him. You know, spin the helmet around, it, make a guy double check before he goes back that way again. I think those two guys that I just mentioned could do that. This gentleman from Marshall seems like he can do that with back to back hundred tackle you know season. So we'll see. Um, the other gentleman's got going out. Oregon State, DB, Katan Oladipo, 2022 All-Pac-12 first team, right? He's a Russian pass rusher specialist. He had an 89 PFF grade, which is third highest against all eligible safeties, right? He had a 79.9 overall defensive grade, 12th highest amongst all safeties PFF. Against my Ducks, it hurts me. This is such a terrible game. They only completed six passes in this game, Oregon State. <laughs> I lost. He had 17 tackles, okay, which is ridiculous. He was everywhere. I kept hearing a little Depot. I'm like, am I watching the Miami Heat? What is going on right now? Well, why was this guy everywhere? Old Depot was a guy, all right? Can he piggyback off last year? He's a 50-year senior, right? He's only had 26 career starts, but this is his year, right? This is his opportunity. Jim Nagy, the recent senior bowl, they, they, they love guys like this, right? Finally getting their chance to shine, show up, show out, bring them on down. The mobile. Let's see what happens. Those are coaches, guys. He's got one more. I'm gonna save it to after I run through mine because this is his guy. This is his diamond in the rough. He told me. Uh, one of my guys is safety Tyler Newbin out of Minnesota. 6'2", 210, runs a four six forty. He's a former three star recruit, right? In eleven games last year, he had five hundred and ninety six snaps, forty three tackles, thirty four of them were solo. Okay. 20 run stops, four picks, four pass breakups. This is the one that jumped off the screen to me. When targeted, QBs had a rating of 41.3. Mm. Lockdown. Don't test me. You're going to learn today is what my man was saying, Mr. Newbin. All right? He's physical. He's an eat-your-face safety. 
Come get me. I am going to knock the snot out of you. He's got great transition, long arms, right? He's got straight line speed. He can play in the box. He can play man. He can play free. My, my dude is him. He can get it done. He may not even need the senior ball. I think if he right. could piggyback off last year, he might not need it. But he's out in Minnesota. So he may. this could be a nice big platform at the senior bowl to get him out there. All right? We're going to stay in the secondary. Unless anybody's got something to say wants to talk about, about my guy Nubian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you would you who would you comp him to? Do, is he utilized the same way like you know, like a Buddha Baker was utilized at, at Washington, where he came down to play some nickel, uh corner, also played safety. How how is he utilized? I'm gonna go with a guy that was in the senior bowl last year mm -hmm. that plays for Carolina Panthers right now. Jamie Robinson. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Jamie Robinson can knock the snot out of you. Jamie Robinson yeah. get down in the box, right? Jamie mm. Robinson tested. He wanted Rasheed Rice multiple times back to back. Come on, boy. Yeah. Come on, yeah. boy. I want it. Come on. So, Jamie Robinson, he's my guy. And mm. I, I believe that this, I see a lot of this in him right here. Wow. I, I think Nubian could be that dude. I love it. Um, Another guy I got, we're going to say in the secondary, is Nehemiah Pritchett out of Auburn, uh, 6'1. 182 pounds. He's another former three-star recruit, right? SEC competition. That's all I want to say, okay? 12 games, 676 snaps. My man had 31 tackles, 25 solo. Eight pass breakups, 15 run stops. And when he was ta when, when targeted QBs had a rating of 72. These two guys just get it done. My man's got a fluid backpedal, stays low, crouching tiger, Hidden dragon. He got a bicycle step, right? No T-step. Bing, bing. That's what I love. Like Dion, baby. In and out. He got speed. He got length. He runs a low 4-4-40. He can get downhill quickly. The only thing he's got, the problem is he's got a little trouble with some route recognition. Sometimes double moves. My man's sitting there sipping coffee. All right? But other than that, this dude's got it. I think with the people in Auburn this year, better culture. More talent, I think this dude's going to be a guy you're going to be reading about come draft day. And I think the senior bowl is going to put him on that platform. I can certainly see it. Uh, my last guy, before I run back, whatever we got left, is defensive end Chico Bennett Jr. out of Virginia. All right? 6'4", 252. He's another former three-star recruit. He runs a three, uh, four, six, 40. This dude got elite. Spin move. Like, NFL ready right now, spin move, right? He's the counter king, so I call him. He counter anything, anything that these offensive line got for him, he could counter. He got violent hands. He get downhill quick. got speed along the line, right? He played two seasons at Georgia Tech. Had a, this is the growth I want you guys to listen. At Georgia Tech, for two seasons, total, 28 tackles, 18 solo, nine tackles for loss, seven sacks. At Virginia last year alone, 34 tackles, 17 solo tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, seven sacks, two fumble, uh, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. He did better than two seasons at Georgia Tech in one year at Virginia. So the growth is there. The kid's performing. I got a funny feeling you're going to be hearing about Chico Bennett Jr. at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, in Mobile this year. What are your thoughts on those three guys? Why do you think he stayed at UVA? I have no clue. I'm not sure. There's so many guys I question. Like maybe, maybe he just. Hey, because the guy that had the spin move when his former teammate Keon White was going out for the draft this year. Well, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, but that he didn't play with him this year. Why would he? Wait, well, you, know? you know what I mean, though. I mean, it's funny because I like man. It, it, if I were to just just listen to you and know who Keon White is, I'm like, man, I can compare that. And then I'm like, didn't they both go to Georgia Tech? I'm like, mm-hmm. here we are. That's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that, that's that is probably the reason why. But he did ball out last year at Virginia. That we're not going to take that away from him. It's not, right. People just got to go to a better scene, right? Bo had to go to a better scene. My guy Bo went from Auburn. They wrote him off, said he was dead. Yeah. They already had his casket etched out, right? Yeah. And then his headstone was planted, and then he went to Eugene. He pulled yeah, Undertaker a, on everybody. He's Don't. a pro quarterback, yeah. yeah right. Hey, Kenneth Walker, left wake force coming, yeah. dude. Yeah. Right? Left wake. Point. Went to Michigan State, balled out. Never caught it. Didn't really catch passes anywhere else, but. I mean, as much as I like Tamir Gibbs, did we really think he was going to go in the first round no. before he I, went to Bama? No, I Georgia Tech. No. I didn't. You, no, he he hadn't even bu- he hadn't even bubbled yet. Right, so you, you never know. Like I said, change of scenery could be it. Uh, Coach's last guy, is keeping it in the secondary here because he had three DBs. Ch- I think it's Ch- Chow Smith Wade, Washington State DB. Uh, for him. Last year, Kai Blue Kelly, Pac-12 DB, stole the show right for him at the Senior Bowl. This year, he thinks it's going to be another Pac-12 DB that's going to lead the way. And that is Smith Wade. Uh, he led the Pac-12 in forced fumbles with three. He had an 85-5 uh, coverage grade, which is eighth best in all DBs eligible for draft. He's 5'11", 180 pounds. Need to see those you know, measurements uh, generous of the legit or not. I spoke to him a little bit. I'm, I'm getting... Emmanuel Forbes vibes here, right? Short guy, hungry, got that fierce look to him, can take it to the house if you test him. So it's a possibility. Like, I'm 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 with coach though. I'm glad he put it in the notes. We want to see the measurables because we all know colleges they exaggerate, right? They they, they will do whatever they gotta do to make that guy look good. If he comes in at that. I think there's a possibility that he could be a dude. You know, it's funny we br- we bring him up because uh, I'm almost positive that when Kayla, you know, she works from Nashville, was at Senior Bowl. She's a Washington State grad. She asked Down Henley, "Hey, who do you think's gonna be here?" And I'm almost positive this is the name he brought up. And I'm thinking, man, how awesome would that be. You know, we're gonna talk to Kayla and maybe we can get a reach out to Dayon. Like, hey, what do you think about this guy? You know, should we? So we reach out to Jim, like, hey, this is a guy that you already talked about. Can we get him in the senior bowl? I mean, it's it would be fun to watch that, to be honest with you. Oh. I think you're right. I think I, I, I'm trying to remember. I remember seeing that clip. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Yeah, it's it's bubbly. I mean, it instantly came in my head. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I, I think it's the name. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's if I, we can find it, then it'd be great. Right. But if not, I'm, I'm going to ask Kayla Anderson anyway. So uh, shout out to her. She's phenomenal. Great Wazoo grad and does her, her work for the Titans. So crushing it, crushing it. Um, I got it. I'm going to put it out there because I want to put I, – I, I dove. Boomer, I'm playing Boomer, okay? I'm, for every rabbit hole I go down, it's his fault. <laughs> he started it, right? Before we even got into the senior bowl stuff, he put out some crazy tweet to me and says – how far down do you think the whole Nino's going to go, right? I'm like, this guy. And he, he knows that's what he does to me. I, I'm hooked already. Like, I, I came in with him, and I was like, oh, I'm going to slowly grow. I'm going to get into this. Yeah, right. 
I fell <laughs> head over heels into it, and now I'm just, it just I can't get out of it. But there's yeah. a guy, as I was doing research last week and this week, the D3 guy, right? We had BJ Wilson on um, from Quincy College. We interviewed him earlier last year, right? He was a D3 guy that Nagy had brought up as a possible guy that might have made the scene, but unfortunately he didn't make the scene, but went to Shrine Bowl. But I got a D3 guy. I know he's on the offensive side, North Central out of Illinois. I put a tweet out today. Wide receiver D'Angelo Hardy. In 13 games, this guy had 70 receptions for 1,200 yards and 20 touchdowns. He's 6'1", 202 pounds. He was Luke Lemon's number one, his go-to guy, number one target, right? And he finished second in, in all of D3 football for touchdowns and fifth in yardage. I tweeted Nagy. I says, keep your eye out for this guy. This is a dude that I think if he can, if he can mirror this again, this guy gets anywhere near the 15 touchdowns. Right. I mean, you you got to at least take a look at him, right? Like we had yeah. Tyson was in there, right? Tyson ba- uh, Bajan, he came in. He did well at the senior bowl. Throw your dot, my man. Nagy, throw your dot. I think my guy Hardy might be a dude that could come in the ball out. They 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 sub here and there. Maybe if he's not a, a, a guy like Grant Dubois came in for Charlotte at the end when someone got injured, right? Maybe Hardy might be a sub or, or an emergency guy, but I think Hardy's a guy that they need to look at because, man, like we say, men lie, women lie, n- numbers, numbers don't lie. Don't. 20 no. touchdowns is, is absurd. I agree. He's going to be a dude. Um let me get to my last guy. I've been itching, dropping the salt, and been wanting to talk about him. Obviously, I've been on this whole train. You and me were talking about it week one when, if you know, North Carolina played App- Appalachian State early. We're like, man, Cedric Gray is everywhere. Yeah. And he continued to be everywhere. You don't see a lot of true linebackers play true freshman, true sophomore, true junior, and now he's going to be a true senior. Um, Cedric Gray, 144 tackles last year. Uh, what was it, 72? I got to look at my notes real quick. Uh, yeah, 82 solo tackles, one sack, uh, three forced fumbles, two interceptions. Uh, he's a dude. I mean, he's 6'2", 235. He's everywhere. He moves well. He's he's bigger than I thought. But, again, that might be a measurable thing. I think he got, comes in like 6'1". To be honest, I don't think he's six two and a quarter. Uh, he just doesn't look that tall to me. Now he is—he's everywhere and he's swole and he does not miss tackles. He's—he's uh, he's been fun to watch. Uh, every single game that we have seen from him, he plays well. And yeah. to be a true player, I don't care where you're at, it, it's tough. I, especially, you know, it's good competition. In ACC. I mean, plays well against Clemson. I mean, that's a game I can't wait to watch every single year. Florida Just State. because, yeah, Florida State and then play well. You know, obviously, we got the Carolinas, you Duke, North Carolina. I don't know what it is. No matter how bad off they are, it's a robbery. I don't care basketball <laughs> or football. It's a fun one. So, uh, I can't wait to see Cedric grab. Love. I hope and pray that he's at the Senior Bowl. He'd be one of my first interviews for sure. He's he's my D Winters for this year. To be honest with you. Oh wow. So, you say Cedric Gray, and I you know I'm all about him. Is it possible that we see a two-lane linebacker combination this year for UNC with Paolo Eccles and Cedric Gray? Like, those two are going to vibe again, right? They're they're dudes. I mean, I don't know if Paolo's on the same level as Cedric, 
but I, I think they both can ball out. And we saw Nick Nick single, uh, Nicholas Anderson and you know Dorian Williams ball out for Tulane. So yeah, I think it's going to be a big year, and I think they need to have a big year to back up Drake May because I don't think that line and his wide receiving core is not what they are. So the defense has to come up and show up, and those two guys are the two guys that have to do it. I don't want to. He's not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to say anything about Drake May because me and Coach got into it a little bit last week, and he's not here to defend himself. So I don't want. I don't want to stir the pot. But I, they got real. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might have thrown that little jab there just because I know. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you didn't, if you didn't catch the episode, go back check it. I'll give you a brief synopsis. He said, you know, Caleb and Drake May had a cemented one too, and I said, well, what makes Drake cemented? Why is he cemented at the two? Caleb, yes. This is a very good chance. Probably like an 82.6% chance he's going to be the Heisman winner again, right? But if Bo Nix goes out and does anything similar to what he did last year, if not better because he can stay healthy all year, or Michael Penix, or a gentleman down in Texas that can maybe finally put it together, or maybe a guy Ohio, could easily be number two. There's a guy at Ohio State that's really good friends with Marvin Harrison Jr. has been known him since he was about 15 and playing football with him for a few years in common court. My man goes off. There's a chance that he could be, you know, the number two. Like, Drake May's lost a lot of pieces. Yes, Devontae Walker is there, but he mm -hmm. ain't Josh Downs, okay? They're no. a different type of receiver, you know, right? Josh Antoine Downs can play anywhere Green. on the field, right? Antoine Green's gone. Phil Longo is gone, right? Like, that's huge. I don't know. I this don't know. Is, this is what I got to say about that. Like, Spencer Rattler is the reason why I will never, ever, you know, and I know Boomer could relate to this, coming <laughs> to, you know, the 2021 college football season, there's the 2022 NFL draft. He's supposed to be the number one quarterback, you know, and then Caleb Williams happened, <laughs> you know, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, Caleb Williams is certainly probably the first player taken off the board, but I, like you said, UNC lost so much. You can't just say that Drake May is the number two guy. And my, my thing is, we talked about it multiple times, KT, right, mm -hmm. on Nation. And me and Moon have talked about it on P2P. There was the last four games, there was no adjustment. None whatsoever. They went into the first half looking like Pooh, came out running the same offensive scheme in the second half. Did it was he couldn't change and he was starting to you you started to see whether it was a little bit of you know getting tired because he's playing a full season now right he hadn't played the year before he's not a, a true he wasn't a true freshman or whatever you know I'm just saying they lost to Georgia Tech without Jeff Sims bro you're just backing me up here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm that's bad I'm not trying yeah, to drop it down I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is no shot at my guy, Coach. I love him. No, nah, never. never. People in this community, right? And there's no shot at anybody in the community, but people have already cemented him off one year. But they're not taking into effect of everything else there that's going on. I love Bryson Nesbitt. I think he's going to probably be a top five tight end in this draft. I've been saying that for, for months now, okay? But if he's, the, if he's like the go-to, because that line can't hold up, we watch Willie. What happens when you ain't got a good line, right? <laughs> if that line can't hold up for him and he's got to play quick ball, well, then Marion Hampton, uh, was it Pettigrew? He, those guys are going off. 
and the running backs because they're going to be handing and dumping, handing and dumping to Nesbitt and them two backs. Walker will get his big plays off the play action, but you ain't going to see if that line can't hold up. Drake May's not going to be slicing and dicing down these defenses all the way down the field. It's not happening. No. You know what I was sitting there thinking about real quick? You know, since we're at the talking about senior bowl, and I know we're talking defense, but can you imagine how great or let's just say how drastically different the quarterback room for this coming year to compare to last year's? No, no, I'm not completely knocking that quarterback room, but it was not up to par by any means. Mm-mm. This it could be a week of shootouts in the quarterback room. Like, because there's so many guys that are willing to take chances. That's something that wasn't happening last year. I think that could be so much fun. I, I mean, we ain't even talked about DJ much, and he could easily go. Oh, DJ, you? Is that we talking about? Yeah, he could. He very well. I could. mean, that's another five-star that's you know quarterback. Crazy. You know, that's crazy. And I think Boone brought up you know Dylan Gabriel, a guy that I'm a big fan of. Uh, last week, yeah, Senior Bowl this year could be lit. And it's gonna be crazy. A certain quarterback that played at TCU that would not have been in the Senior Bowl this year, who was at the Senior Bowl last year. No, we, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. You know. <laughs> Hurt the wounded here on this show. But you guys were talking QBs this year. This DB room? Last year's DB room was dirty, right? Yeah, it was solid. We had we had how many in the first round? Four? Three? Five. Five? Was it five? Four, Forbes was the fifth? Wasn't Forbes the third? Forbes? Yeah. Porter was, was in the second. Second one. Yeah, Joey Porter was in the second round. Right. right. So he don't Yeah, count. first first and second round. Yep. We had Witherspoon. You had mm-hmm. uh oh boy from Gonzo. Gonzo, yeah, dude from Mississippi State. That's Forbes. Forbes. Yep. Well, Forbes wasn't in the first round. Yeah, I know that. So that's three. Washington. I think the, I, it's either four or five. But now look at the, the my guy, DB1, right. everybody's hot and knows, Kool-Aid McKinsey, mm-hmm. right? DB2, in, in most consensus, his rankings is Denzel Burke, right? Ohio State, yep. Now, whether Bullard plays safety or, or, or corner this year, I'm not sure. But Cooper DeGene, he's obviously right there. And Kayla right. King, those are dogs. At the DB, yeah. Okay? Yeah, now, let's like hit the that. safeties. You got Bullock out of USC. I'm questionable. He's been a dude, right? Mm-hmm. But we know how... Makai Blackman got exposed, and I love Makai Blackman. He got exposed at the senior mm-hmm. okay? So USC's defense doesn't usually do well nah, on nah, these platforms. But McCumba, like out of Clemson, dog, mm-hmm. right? Cole Bishop, <laughs> out of Utah, dog. Cameron Kitchens, out of Miami, dog. Malachi Moore, right? Jason Marshall, those guys, dudes. They, they, right. Jason Marshall is, is a... Uh, Talked about as the top five DB in, in the class, yeah. right? Tony Grimes, he's eligible. Like, dude, this is a class. Then, if for some reason this guy can stay healthy and put it together, Jalen uh, Catalan, right? He went to Texas. Like, they got a roster. Could he ball out this year? My guy Newbin, right? There's a lot. Oh, dude from Buffalo too. So, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, they got that dude from Rutgers, Max Melton. He's a dude. 
Yeah, it's it, the DB room strong, quarterback room strong, offensive line room is ridiculous. Oh, I'm ridiculous. It's ten, you, it's ten of great. I, I think legit, uh, legit four first rounders from offensive linemen. Um, it, but it's deep. I mean, it's crazy deep. So it's um, it's it's, it's Fashanu, Alt, Lathman, right? BB, then my guy Kingsley. Right around that King Kingsley. Uh, yeah, depending yeah. on how well Blake Fisher plays this year, he may can sneak up. Ooh, Zion it, Nelson, and then you got yeah. the dude from Georgia, Van Pran. Like, yeah, that's deep. That's crazy. Donovan Jackson. I, I want to watch out, uh, and and I think you know I brought Guyton up last week, and I think that he's going to be a name that is, is going to be the Senior Bowl. That's well, a converted halfback, so. <laughs> And he's starting right tackle for Oklahoma now, so that's that's just fun to me. Like I'm all about the converted players, just getting somewhere. Boomer, I got a question for you. I think the account name is a big game. Boomer, did you see his offensive line coach ratings, rankings? It pissed What's a lot of Oklahoma fans oh, off. Boy. Yeah, it's it's not cool, dude. Because <laughs> I mean, love love or hate it, Bill Beatonball's the greatest offensive line coach. Maybe, and I, ever, I'm saying, ever. I'm saying this with confidence. Ever, he had him tenth, I, I believe. Is, is, he, is was, he up there with my guy from New England? One hundred percent. Okay. He he he, he he would he would be if he went to the pros. I mean, let's let's talk about this real quick. Oklahoma's O line. You we agree? Yeah. 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 Okay. The top four offensive linemen in football in the NFL are from <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. <laughs> right? The top three PFF graded linemen last four years? OU. OU. Oklahoma's put out a left tackle three years in a row drafted in the first three rounds. And guess what? All three of them are a pro bowler. Top center in the NFL is Kelsey. Number two is from Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, they've won the Joe Moore Award trophy two years in a row. And they should have won it three years in a row. And that means your entire offensive line is dudes. Every single one of those guys from the Joe Moore that they wanted are starters in the NFL. Every single one of them. So when and, and I get another if I was some other school cool, I would I would tell you the exact same thing. But I'm just lucky enough to be an OU alumni. But men lie, women lie, stats don't. And them boys kill it. The only stats that aren't real are the ones on Wikipedia. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I got one ghost, last. Me and you can alter at any time that we want. And anybody can do it. I got one last player to add. It's an HBCU player. Uh, it seems it. like every year uh, the Reese Senior Bowl try to add at least one HBCU player. Uh, his name up. is uh, Khalil Barker, I believe, or Baker maybe. The NC uh, Central? Yeah, uh, yeah, NC Central. Uh, he was FCS All American first team. Ooh, yeah, from from, from the MIAC. <laughs> that like never happens. So hey, he, he's the one. Aubrey HBCU. Miller Jr. Right, his yeah. stock rose. Like NC hey, Central's coach, uh, I went to high school with uh, Claude Claiborne. Mm. Uh, we we just call him CJ. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to him and see if we can get that interview done. So, That'd yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, and they want you know it's who you know. So, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, 
this was a good one. We went almost 50 minutes. No maestro, no, no maestro controlling, you know, mm-hmm. getting it done, pulling the strings here. We do miss coach. Uh, I hope he's enjoying, you know, his family time. But uh, we're going to wrap this one up. You guys got anything else you guys want to say before we go? Now, you two dudes are sickos. That's all. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> Crazy, it's all man. his fault. From the hey, jump, I, he used to just be rolling the train like, oh, I'm going to go here. And then, man, it just happened a while back. I just like, man, I, I've gotten to really know Nino. He's he's a brother to me, 100%. And, man, once I realized the he will go down a rabbit hole, he not only will he fall, he keeps digging like a gopher, bro. Like, he, yeah. one more I got. Like, there's more here. I come up, I'm in a different country. It's like it's like monsters. You don't remember monsters? Yeah. Where the dude going to the bed, he'd be shoving California all of a sudden. That's my guy right there. That's my guy. Uh, all, all right. right. Boomer. We're gonna close out uh, closing out OTC. We're gonna close it out P2P and head to head style. Take us away. Hey, until next week. Let's go, let's go, let's go.